0: Hello, and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. But this photograph is a really cool one from the Sierra Nevadas on the east side of the Sierra Nevada mountain ranges near Lone Pine, California, in the Alabama Hills. And we really liked camping in the Alabama Hills. This was actually, I think, right during Thanksgiving week uh, during 2012. We had a blast being there. And camping there during the day was really cool. It was strange because at that time of year, the sun set still very early, like it was around three o'clock that the sun would set behind these mountains, but it would be pretty warm out. I think we remember getting sunburn out there, even at the the first and second day of December when we were still, when we were still there. It was pretty cool. We had a lot of fun being out there. And this is a really beautiful photograph of it that we took early that morning around sunrise. You can see more of my work at billynewmanphoto.com. You can check out some of my photo books on Amazon. I think you can look up uh, Billy Newman under the authors section there and see uh, some of the photo books on film, on the desert, on surrealism, on camping. Some cool stuff over there. Today I posted a photograph from uh, the Oahe Canyon area. It's like really remote Southeast Oregon territory. It's really cool out there. I've only gone out there a couple of times and, and really truthfully, it would need to be, I don't know, it just needs to be explored much more than what I've put my time into it for. But it's just so remote. It's amazing how it is out there. Like um, what we did is uh, when we came in from Boise, we drove down and through that you're kind of in the Oahe area as it kind of flows into, I guess the Oahe would flow into the snake river uh some somewhere around like Ontario, Oregon. But uh but up above that I guess the Oahu goes up toward Winnemucca, which is sort of what I understand, or at least kind of it stretches on up there a little bit. I was hearing about we ran into this guy, uh this kind of <laughs> this kind of uh eccentric mountain man up when we were in the Wallawa Mountains and he had talked to us. He'd stopped for a second, he was he he was in like uh hiking pants and you know, a jacket with a handkerchief on. He was probably in his sixties maybe. And he told us that uh, he was a, uh, I don't know what he was. He was an enthusiast. He'd been out there for maybe like a month or so. Maybe maybe he said like four or five weeks of, of being out in the Wallao Mountains. And he, was, uh, he had his partner going back into town to get provisions when, uh, when we ran into him. But he had a tripod and a camera and he was walking around. Or he was on a hike through the Eagle Cap Wilderness trying to find these, these trees, this type of pine that's being affected by climate change. As the climate gets warmer in the Alpine area. Uh, as the temperature starts to lift in elevation, it changes the types of tree species that are able to live in the alpine area there. So I guess it kills them off as the temperature gets higher for the certain type of pine tree. This like, was it, like a two-needle pine and a five-needle pine? Something like that. But apparently, I guess that's that's what this guy's working on. So he's trying to work on a photo project for this. He talked to us for a while, though, about the Wahi Canyon, about the Snake River, and about... Uh, I guess about how before the dams were built, the salmon run would flow up the Columbia River, up the Snake River, up the Owyhee River, and you would get salmon run all the way into the interior area of Winnemucca, California, or Winnemucca, Nevada, way out there. So it's just really weird how it would kind of pull up these smaller uh, tributaries of the Columbia from the ocean all the way back into the central part of the state of Nevada, too. So kind of a trip, but it was interesting to uh, to talk to that guy for a few, and then when we were out in the Oahe area, it goes on for a really long time, but there's a few different sections of it. It's a big river, right? Like, so it's a, it's a whole territory of, uh, of land that sort of meanders through that section of Oregon. Um, but really beautiful landscape out there. What we did is we went to Rome, and then uh, there's like the pillars of Rome. That's this, uh, this area out there. But then off from that, you can drive south, really for quite a, well, for a while on a dirt road. And then you pull around, and we took like this really bumpy little road like a little access road out to this point. And we took some really cool photos of the Oahe Canyon. It's really pretty right there, at least in this spot that we were taking photos of. But it's cool. I guess if you go a little further, you can pull into this uh, this Three Forks region. I think there's a dam, or there's maybe there's a few dams on the Oahe. It seems like that's kind of what I've noticed from it. But there's this backed up area where you can go in. And what I want to do is I want to get a kayak, and I want to set up a camping trip and and uh, and kind of do like a backpacking trip and just throw the backpack in the kayak and then cut across uh, the water, you know, kind of cut down the the Oahi River and then pull out on different sides of it, you know, over a couple of days and do some camping and do some photos. But it seems like a really cool place to uh, to explore uh, the Three Forks area. I guess what is that, like the Trout Creek Mountains? It's maybe somewhere near there. Maybe it's not too near to there. I guess uh, that whole area stretches up in a pretty expansive way, like, so, um, so from the Owahi section, then we drove over to like the Burns Junction and then you have to drive past that. And then you're pretty close to the Alvord desert. That's when we're driving West, right? So we're way out East, like near McDermott, Oregon, Rome, Oregon. I don't know. It's way out there. I hear that, uh, like, uh, like this week in early October, I hear it's hunting season. And I guess, uh, I guess that's a huge area for, uh, or it's a, it's a big district for some of the bigger, Mule deer and I guess the elk that are out there. I guess that's a big area to go hunt elk. But I've also heard like the fossil area. There's probably plenty of drainages that uh that work out as good hunting lands for, for this time of year for whoever's into that. But yeah, I've just been uh working on some photo stuff. So yeah, the photo from the Owahi Canyon lands area is posted. I put that one up. I worked on it for a little while uh, trying to do some editing stuff. And, uh, but yeah, it's really cool. I like the, that area. I really want to go back there and spend some time there for real. You know, that's a tough thing is it's so remote sometimes and you're kind of moving over a larger amount of landmass that, uh, that whole region just sort of would take a week, maybe more to kind of get into and explore. And I bet there's a lot of new interesting photos and visual things you could see down there. It'd just be a cool adventure too. It seems like, uh, like such a cool spot that's not really seen by a lot of other people. So, I don't know, an interesting thing and something to put on the opportunities list for, uh, for next season as we uh, come back into the camping zone. But, yeah, it seems like you're going to have a couple months here, like winter in Oregon always is, of, uh, of it kind of turning down into a little bit of a slower time for the outdoor outdoor adventure, outdoor camping, travel stuff. You can check out more information at billynewmanphoto.com. You can go to billynewmanphoto.com forward slash support. If you want to help me out and participate in the value for value model that uh, we're running this podcast with. If uh, you receive some value out of some of the stuff that I was talking about, you're welcome to uh, help me out and send some value my way through the portal at billynewmanphoto.com forward slash support. You can also find more information there about uh, Patreon and the way that I use it. If you're interested or, or feel more comfortable using Patreon, that's patreon.com forward slash Billy Newman Photo.
1: A couple of things I wanted to talk about were some Mac apps today. I've been uh, trying to sort of set up my uh, my MacBook to be, um, I guess configured with a few more utilities and a few more pieces of software that make it uh, a little more functional for me. Uh, so I wanted to try and talk about those a little bit today. But one of them was iStat Menus. It was this application that uh, I'd heard about maybe over a year ago. I'd, I'd been using it a lot when I was trying to render some 360 footage and uh, and a lot more like video footage. I was just using my computer like the whole day to do that. Um, and so this program, iStat Menus, is really good for uh, adding in. A bunch of information, like a bunch of system information, to your computer, right at the at the top of the um, what's that bar at the top? You know, with like the Apple menu and your time and your clock and stuff, right up there. Like you get a bunch of uh, a bunch of information about like your disk space, your network uh, speeds, uploads and downloads, your CPU and GPU. It's pretty interesting. I like to get to check it out, and kind of with it, you have a bunch of graphs that sort of indicate when or how much how much you know of the system is going toward that task at that time so right now i'm doing an upload to amazon photos to try and get a, a backup of all my images up there and i'm looking at the network monitor and it's so it's showing me like a, a history of my network upload speeds over the last 24 hours and i see like there's a big dip before like 5 a.m while it was running overnight and then now it's back up like to maybe 3x what it was before so it's kind of interesting you kind of monitor like how how your speeds are and that sort of thing. When I was rend- rendering video out, it was cool because you could see like the, the temperature sens- sensors inside of the computer, and in addition to that, you could see like the hard drive space that was left on each of your drives, including your externals, and you could see how fast the CPU and GPU were working. Um, so I've been using this app a lot for kind of a, the system process uh, monitoring stuff. It's cool. I've been uh, enjoying it. It's kind of fun to. To get used to. In addition to that, another one that I'm checking out is probably one that a lot of people have heard of before, but I think it's called Magnet. Yeah, Magnet, I think, and it it, uh, sort of reproduces the functionality that you get. I think starting back in Windows Seven, where if you pull a window to the edge of the screen, it'll sort of snap to the edge of that side of the screen, or it'll it'll snap to be a split pane window. It's kind of interesting how it works, but I like I like how it works on Windows, and I. have been sort of frustrated in the past that uh, I don't have that kind of that utility in the Mac OS uh, system. So I, you know, it's just Windows are sort of built to kind of float all over each other, and I did kind of like that part of of Windows. Or you know, back in my experience of working in Windows, which isn't a way I work with a computer now. I have like seven windows up right now on um, the on Windows. I would really always go to you know a full screen application almost all the time. Uh, so it's kind of interesting how that, that workflow sort of changes over time. What else am I working on? Oh, Amazon Photos. That was another one that um, I guess I'm, I'm kind of going through right now. Sort of uh, lean into a, another side of it. But I've been using Amazon Photos for a while and the Amazon Drive system uh, to to have some backups or, or not even really backups for the photos. Backups of the photos, I suppose, because it's the DNGs and it is the JPEG images. I think you can put video up there also, but that takes up. Uh, paid storage space, so uh, for photos, that you can put as many photos up on the cloud as you want with your Prime membership, and I think I put like probably almost a hundred gigs of photos up there. So it's cool; you do have access to all of your images in that in that library of images that you have online. Like I can pull it up on my phone in an app, and I can pull it up you know on the web or in a few other places. So it just gives me an accessibility to my images that I hadn't really had before. Uh, to every image in that way at least so that's kind of cool that you know i do see that i have access to all of those photographs bigger than that i really need to go through and make uh, more functional collections of you know smaller sections of that so that i have uh, just a lot of the photos i would need to use set up in and, and a high quality system that are more accessible to me that's still that's still a little piece that uh, that isn't really quite as tight as i would like it within my photo business but i've been using amazon photos to make a backup of everything almost everything's already there but it kind of incrementally or you know like as you go you need to get all the new stuff up there so i'm trying to uh put up a bunch of the stuff that i've had for the last couple months when uh i haven't really been as able to put a sync back up to the amazon photos uh cloud backup the cool thing is though is I'm, i'm trying to work with icloud a little more in addition to that and so i've been setting up iCloud uh well I put it in Finder so I can access my iCloud data there in Finder from multiple computers and from my phone which is cool but on my phone in my files app I was going in there and I put in uh since I have like the Amazon Drive application on my phone I had my files application sort of show that I can go to my Amazon Photos files there from my phone. So without even going to the Amazon Photos application, just from my files app, I can go through and browse all of those photo folders on the cloud and then pull up and view those images. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, or it was just interesting to see like, well, yeah, I can jump to each of or, you know, any data photos that I want back in time because they're all backed up now and, and more accessible. So, um, so I think it's pretty cool. It's a, it's f- a free service when you pay uh, for a prime membership. So I, I guess the proper way to say it is, it is uh, it is a premium service that is included with your prime membership, uh, which seems to be pretty valuable a lot of the time. I, I like that the Amazon cloud services and cloud storage services which I'm trying to get a little more into, like I was mentioning. I think it's, I think it's eleven or you know twelve bucks a year for 100 gigabytes of storage space on Amazon Drive.
0: Thanks a lot for checking out this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. Hope you guys check out some stuff on BillyNewmanPhoto.com. A few
1: new things up there. Some stuff on the homepage. Some good links to other other outbound sources some some links to books some links to some podcasts links to some blog posts
0: all pretty cool but yeah check it out at billyneumanaphoto.com thanks a lot for listening to this episode of the podcast talk to you next time